Welcome to the One in Eight Billion podcast, where we explore how you can know Jesus for yourself. I'm God's child, and I'm Coco. Let's get into this week's episode. First Timothy four twelve. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. As Christian youth, we are called to set an example for believers in this world. And this verse shows us that we are never too young to be a good example and to live godly lives. And so today in this podcast, we would like to talk about how age does not disqualify you from serving God and how God wants everyone to serve him. Yep. (laughs) So our first verse is Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Um, So yeah, God has plans for you and for your future, and um, that means he's going to use you, and he wants you to live out the plans he has. So I wanted to talk about um, what my church is doing uh, with their youth group. Um, And it's really interesting because normally you'd think that the youth group is just a group of rowdy teens that play games and eat pizza when they get together and don't really do anything like, like they don't really study or anything. Um, But my church, um, they're having the teen, the, the teens do the new members group which you would also think is like for adults like you have to be a certain age for that but actually no um so they're letting the whole youth group do the new members uh, group and they are um letting the youth group worship team lead worship for that group as well so they're totally letting the youth group lead and they're showing us that um, we shouldn't let anybody despise us for our youth. And we really should set an example for the believers around us. And we can serve God too. So, yeah, I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, and my church wants to get the kids involved too. So one Sunday, um, I don't know how often they do it, but they've done it a couple times where they have all of the Awana kids they come and they help out with the church service. So the kids ha- hand out bulletins and I think they put on a skit and they even had some of the little kids sing a worship song for the worship set. And it was just really um, a good way to get the kids involved and to show them that, yeah, they are the church too. And they can play a part, even though they're so little, like they had three and four year olds come and help. And it was really cute. And It just shows that we're all a church family and we're all part of the church. And even from the smallest of kids all the way up through middle school, high school, like you don't have to be an adult to be on the worship team. You don't have to be an adult to help. And um, I just think it's really cool that the church um, 
it's comprised of all of its members, even even the kids. Mm-hmm. And everybody has something to give. Um, if you think about the young boy who, in the Bible, who gave his uh, fish and bread for the 5,000 so that Jesus could use it, um, he was able to give something, even though he was young. And God took what he gave and he multiplied it and he um, made it more than the small amount that it was and he used it. And so that just shows that God can use anything you give. I've heard stories of little kids anywhere from, I don't remember the exact ages, but I think it was like seven years old and up of they saw a need and they wanted to raise money. And so I heard this one story of a little boy who gave his allowance money towards a good cause and other kids uh, raise money through fundraisers and donate it to good causes. And it just shows that even though they don't have full-time jobs, even though they're just kids, like they're still giving of what they have and they're still making a difference. And so I think that's a good example, like, I have a job, like not a not a full time job. I don't make a lot, but it still goes to show that I can give of what I have. And just like that young boy who gave his lunch, it fed the five thousand. Like God can take what we have and multiply it, like way beyond our expectations and way beyond what we think can be done with it. So even just throwing your five dollars in the uh, tithe box, like that can go way further in God's hands than it can in yours. So, yeah, just wanted to say that everyone has something to give, whether it's your couple dimes of allowance money or whether it's an hour or two on the weekends when you're home from school or just whatever you have, whether it's time or money or just even helping out around the house, um, watching siblings, whatever it is, you can still help and you can still be a good example. Mm-hmm. I just remembered um, uh, before we moved across the country, my one friend and I, we would always bring our pennies and dimes and put it in our tithe box at church every single week. We'd just bring pennies and dimes. And it didn't seem like it made much of a difference, but that's what we did. And I'm sure it helped because by the end of the year, we would have probably given a few dollars or something (laughs) because we would bring our pennies every time. So yeah, even a small thing makes a difference. So yeah, God's math is not the same as our math. (laughs) He can take, what was it? Five loaves and two fish and get, what was it? Like 5,000 remainder 12. (laughs) Yeah. They're like 12 baskets of (laughs) food left over. Yeah. Yeah. So our See, next, or did you have something else you wanted to say? Nope, I was just gonna. <laughs> okay. <So> our <laughs> next verse is Job thirty-two six through ten, which says, "So Elihu son of Barakel the Buzzite replied, I am young in years while you are old. Therefore, I was timid and afraid to tell you what I know. I thought that age should speak and maturity should teach wisdom, but it is the spirit in man and the breath of the Almighty that give him understanding." It is not only the old who are wise or the elderly who understand how to judge. Therefore, I say, listen to me. I too will declare what I know. 
and the first time I read through the book of Job and read this passage, it was just like, whoa, <laughs> like to know that here we have this scene with Job. He's suffering a lot and he has his other friends and they're kind of just giving him advice, but it's not really the best advice. Um, but then you have this young Elihu who's been just listening into the conversation and he hasn't been responding because he's listening to those older than him and he's taking in what they have to say and considering it. But then he says, you know, I've been waiting here all this time listening to you guys and I was afraid because I'm so young and because I feel like, oh, you guys know what's best. But then he comes in and says, you know, I don't think you're right, actually. And he says, it is a spirit, it is a spirit in man and the breath of the almighty that gave him understanding. He says, I can know things because I have God in me. It doesn't matter how young I am. It doesn't matter that you guys are older than me. Like, I can still know things, too. And it stood out to me that he doesn't do it in, like, an arrogant way. Like, he didn't just come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm a know-it-all. Like, I, I know this stuff. I have God, you know. But, like, he was thoughtful in it. And he um, he waited. He waited and listened to them. Um in verse 11, it says, look, I waited for your conclusions. I listened to your insights as you sought for words. I paid close attention to you, yet no one proved Job wrong. Not one of you refuted his arguments. And I just think it's so interesting that he was, even though he was young, even though he was younger than the others, he was wise enough to listen to them and to form his own conclusions from what he was hearing and to let God guide his thoughts and not just dismiss anything he was feeling or thinking just because he was young. And so I think that's just so significant to remember that even though we're young and even though we have a lot of learning and growing to do, if we are careful to study and put in the time to listen, we can still set an example and we can still teach and we still have important insights to add. And we can still speak up in small group and we can still, you know, even if the pastor's preaching, we can still have things to say. And it doesn't matter that we're young. We can still know things, too. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't listen to those that are older than us. Because, um, like Coco said, um, Elihu was it. Um, he still waited and listened to those who were older than him. Um, and they might have been wiser in some ways, but he still had input and he listened to them. Um, so yeah, older people can definitely be wiser than us and we can definitely learn stuff from them, but that doesn't mean that we don't have any input. So, and then our next verse is Proverbs 22, six, which says, teach a youth about the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I just thought this was interesting. Sorry, I don't want to do all the talking, but um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting that Alex and Brett Harris in their book, Do Hard Things, they point out that the teenage years are not separate from the adult years. Like the teenage years, it's not separate from your life. Like it's just the springboard into into the future and your adult life and so it's not a time to be wasted it is not a time to be considered oh it's just time to have fun 
and hang out with my friends and party and do whatever I want. And then when I turn 18, I'll sober up and get a job and all this. But actually what we do as kids and what we do as teenagers, that prepares us for our future. And so it says, train a child in the way he should go. And then when he grows old, he won't depart from it. You don't just all of a sudden turn 18 and turn your life around and learn all these habits. And it doesn't work that way. It takes years of growth and learning and experience. And so it's good to start young and to be brought up serving and going to church and tithing and um, setting a good example for the believers when you're young, because then when you don't just suddenly learn how to be generous or just suddenly learn these things, but then you'll grow into an adult who has, who has experience and who has learned how to do these things. Yeah. And when you're a kid, like you're really learning a lot of stuff, like between being zero and I don't know like probably 18 that's when you're learning the most stuff and absorbing like everything around you um and so that's the most important part of your life because this is the time to learn and um figure things out and yeah like experience things that will help you in your future and so it's really important um, for your life. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to mention Philippians 4.13. It's one of my favorite verses. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so that goes back to the Job passage that said, it is the spirit of God in a man, the breath of the almighty. Um, because you have Christ in you, you are a believer in the church. You are, you are a member of the church. Just because you're young does not mean you have a different spirit in you. It does not mean that you are a lesser than Christian, but you have Christ in you. You have the Holy Spirit helping you in your life, and so therefore you can do all things, even the things that adults are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I have Psalm 92, 12 through 15. It says, the righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. And so basically it says that um, that the old will still bear fruit um so changing perspectives a little bit from being young um even everyone who's old can still uh give and can still bear fruit for god and so yeah it's not like you have to be between 18 and uh i don't know 40 (laughs) Like, there's no age limit. God can use you, even if you're old, even if you can't really walk anymore or see anymore. God can still use you to bless those around you. And I want to say, basically, if you're still alive right now, then God is not done using you. He still has a purpose for you, and um, he's still going to use you, like, 
he's not done with you. He'd take you off to heaven if he was. And you're still here, so you still have a purpose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I wanted to mention another Philippians verse because I love the book of Philippians. And I feel like I mention Philippians like every single podcast episode. I'm like, oh, this has a verse to go with this. But (laughs) Philippians 1.6 says, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It says, until the day of Christ Jesus, the day that he comes back. It doesn't say, until you turn 65 and retire, or until you turn 80, or until you turn 90. It says, until Christ comes back. And so he's going to be faithful to continue working in you and to continue using you no matter your age no matter how long you've been walking with him, no matter no matter what you've seen or experienced in life, he's going to be faithful to be there and to complete what he started in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God doesn't ever stop using people. Um, he won't ever stop using people. He uses everyone, and he doesn't just stop at a certain age. And he doesn't start at a certain age. He starts right when you're born. (laughs) He can still use you. Um, Yeah, he uses everyone. Yeah, and I just wanted to mention that God's Child and I and a lot of my friends, we grew up in the church. And so we've been doing this thing for a long time, you know, even though we've, we've grown significantly over the years and it hasn't always been, you know, as real to us as it is now. We've always kind of known what was going on, you know. We've always just, you know, been raised with Bible verses and we went to Sunday school and church and all that. And so it's very familiar to us. But I just wanted to say that if you weren't raised in the church, it's not too late to accept Christ for yourself and to be a part of it it's not we're not like an elite group of (laughs) you have to you know be born and raised in the church in order to be a member like even if you didn't grow up a Christian even if you accepted Christ later on it isn't too late and you shouldn't feel like you wasted your life and that it's too late God can't redeem you because God can take your story no matter what it looks like and he can make up for the wasted time he can take what you perceive as bad and turn it for good and even if you have years and years behind you god can still work with the years that you have ahead of you and so when you become a christian the old is gone the new has come so we should look ahead to the future and not be weighed down by all the time we feel that we have wasted So if that's you and you haven't been in the church since birth and maybe you're a brand new Christian, you don't really know what to do, um, I just want to encourage you that God still has a purpose for your life. And if you are here on this earth, like God's child said, God has a purpose for you. And it's you're never too old to start living your life for Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah down our rabbit trail (laughs) um that the that isn't like uh this is coco's note actually but it isn't an excuse to put it off till later though um and you never know when god's gonna come back so you shouldn't just be like well he if it doesn't matter the years that are behind me then whatever i can wait but um God's still going to come back. Jesus is going to come back. And um, you should be ready for that. So 
Yeah, don't purposefully wait till you're on your deathbed because you never know what could happen and you never know, you know, our life is just a mist and we never know when it could be taken away from us. So we should live ready. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't just put it off and say that it doesn't matter, but we should we should live ready, but also understand that it's never too late to accept Christ. Yep. Until until it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. So the next verse is Galatians 6, 9 through 10. And it says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Um, so basically, it's saying that we shouldn't grow weary of doing good things because God is still can use them, and we should not give up on that. Um, yeah, we still have a chance to do good things. We shouldn't just live doing bad things because God's going to use um, every good thing that you do. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no matter how long you've been doing this Christian life thing, no matter how long you've been running this race, just don't give up. Don't grow weary and give up before you reach the finish line because all of this is for a purpose and we are going to reach the finish line eventually christ is going to come back and um or he is going to call you home and there is an end goal there is um a prize in mind and even if it seems like it's taking a long time and you've been doing this for years and years sometimes even i feel that way you know i'm still young i'm not even an adult yet and sometimes i feel like oh i've been doing this for so long can jesus just come back already but um just don't grow weary of doing good just keep pouring out and using your gifts and your talents for god and he will reward you for that mm-hmm Yep. <laughs> so just a reminder that everyone has something you can give, whether it's just a couple pennies or whether it's an hour um, on the weekend or even just like reading your Bible and praying on your lunch break or whatever it is. You can you can use that time and give it to God. And um, you have... Everyone is connected to people in some way, shape, or form. So even if you're a little kid, you know, you can um, serve your family and you can be a good example around the house. If you're in middle school, you can use your school as a mission field and be kind to your friends and show Jesus to your friends. If you're in high school, then you can maybe get a volunteer job or uh, babysit and show Jesus to those that you babysit. And Um, As we talked about in our last episode, I believe it was, we are ambassadors for Christ. And so wherever it is we're going, people are looking at us and seeing us. And so it doesn't matter how old we are, we need to be an example and set an example for those around us. And yeah, it doesn't matter how old we are. They're all, if we call ourselves Christians, then we have Jesus in us and then we represent Jesus. So we need to be good examples. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so in conclusion, um, God can use anyone no matter what your age is, um, 
if you're super young or super old, then God can still use you. And if you're still alive, then God still has a plan that he's working out through you. Um, And obviously you're still alive because you're listening to this. (laughs) So God can still use you and he's going to because otherwise he'd take you to heaven right now. So just keep that in mind and you can't just do nothing and expect God to work through you. You actually have to do something. You have to be in his word and be praying and you have to act because um, God will use you when you act. You can't just sit there and do nothing and expect God to use you. Um, It takes work and you have to go and put yourself out there no matter how scary it is. Um, like I'm scared to be on the worship team for the new members group. I mean, that's not even for the church service and I'm scared to do that, but I still have to put myself out there because God can use me through it. And so just know that like you have to do something and, um, God can't use you if you don't, but yeah, (laughs) you can use any age and he is using every age. Yep. <laughs> so that's all for this week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye we'll see you next week. And don't forget, God has called you his own. One in eight billion. <laughs>